Yerp. Welcome back to Free Game V Podcast. It's your boy Josh Talks, aka JY the Spy. This week we have a special guest, the soundboard king of Clubhouse, Corey T. Oh shit, sorry, I'm out of breath. So before we start, I just want to give a quick shout out to my friends in the UK. Um, you guys listen to the new episode that Let's Talk just put up wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm featured on there and I have some other things coming with them. So yeah, check that out. All right, guys, let's dive into the episode. Yerp. I'm here for it. <laughs> so welcome back to Free Game, everybody. It's your boy, JYP Spy, aka Josh. And I'm here with an artist, singer, songwriter, the soundboard king Come of on. Clubhouse, Corey T. Let's get it. First of all, do you have the soundboard? Where, where I is mean, it? you know, do I, <laughs> do I need to? You know what I mean? <laughs> See how everybody knows you as the Rochats. Listen, <laughs> all of my classic sounds I that did. the girls are trying to recreate, but you know. Uh-oh. There we go. I'm back. Okay. Roaches! Let's get it. <laughs> so, um, have you ever been on a podcast before? Never. Oh, I'm popping your cherry. You're popping <laughs> my cherry, friend. <laughs> That's crazy. I'll go light on you because um, normally I, I ask really random questions, but you know, I'll go easy on you. I am here for whatever you're ready to uh, do today. I am not yeah. at all mad about it. I've got time. All right. You all got right. me off of the clubhouse and I'm proud about it. So I know. I was good. Okay, so the first question. When was the last time you were happy? Wow. Hmm. The last time I was happy. Um, I'm going to say... I don't know. That's really specified. The very last time I was happy was Monday? Because it was payday. So, you know, oh, let's, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> got my money and happiness came with it it was crazy i'm like wow what is this rush of joy oh it's just a deposit into my account that's all period okay that's a good a good happy finder for me okay so where do you see yourself in five years in five years i see i'm i'm just putting out the generic questions first before they like this one this one okay. always makes me think, so I don't. I like this one a lot. Um, five years from right now, after this whole pandemic thing, um, I see myself diving deeper into my music. Five years from now, I definitely see at least three more albums for me dropped. I have um, my album that I'm working on now got pushed back because of the pandemic, but I just plan to, once this world opens back up, I don't know. I just plan to really live in a way that I have, I feel like not been able to for a year mm-hmm. um, to the, to the full extreme. That's good. So That's very good. devout to my music in five years. That's my goal. Okay. Well, speaking of your music, who inspires you the most other than MJ? Because you're the number one. MJ yeah, I was ready. <laughs> I knew you were to say that. I knew <laughs> Um, other than MJ right now given that I do R&B music I would say who inspires me the most would be Khalid um, but it's a close a close close uh, tie with him and Giveon. I why was I thinking that I okay. love I just love what they've done for R&B music and the way that they've um, bringing it back you know yeah like they've they've made me appreciate it again and like have something to listen to again and like yeah like that's just where i'm at 
when it comes to biggest inspirations in my music right now, it's definitely them. Oh, like Lucky Day is another one I should mention too. He's oh, yes. Did you hear his new album? Yes. Well, I did. Out. The Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So good. Made me want to fall in love. And normally I don't like music like that. You know me and my feelings, but uh, make me look. itch. <laughs> okay, so um, I know you haven't been an artist for too long. So what made you want to be an artist? Phone went blank. I'm back. Um, I've been singing pretty much all my life, but mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been a professional like recording artist, you know what I'm saying, for that long. But I've just always wanted to. And um, moving to L.A. and just being surrounded by so many people who were doing it, um, you just catch a bug. You know what I'm saying? Especially knowing that I'm somebody who does know that I'm talented. So there's no reason for me to not dive into my talents. You know what I mean? So I just started diving into my talents. I dove into my journals and started writing. And that's one of the biggest things that I guess I could, can say that I'm hyped to have um, acquired is the knowledge that I can write a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to just write yeah. poetry, but I know now that I can write a good song. So I'm excited. Okay. And I'm looking forward to that. Could everyone tell me a little bit that he wouldn't be so specific? Oh, yeah. But he said y'all are working on something, and I'm, I'm excited to hear Oh, that. yeah. I heard him on here giving dates and things like that. So we're definitely, <laughs> we're definitely getting that done now because I'm like, look, what you won't do is put no, dead, no uh, deadline on me. Then have people. Right. Looking forward. Um. Okay, so since you said that, um, do you play any instruments? If not, which ones would you learn how to play? Would like to learn how to play? Ooh, I don't play any instruments, but I really, 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 really want to learn how to play the guitar. Like, that's really... I was about to say, acoustic or... All of them. Like, I want to be able to play, like, riffs. Like, like iconic, like, riffs that I hear in music type stuff. Like, guitar, guitar solos that I hear type stuff. Um... What's a good one? Like the beaded one or purple rain. Like once I'm able to play like those guitar riffs, mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, I'll be somebody to be worried about. Okay. Okay, so which song do you listen to when you're feeling down? Songs like pick you up, um, emotionally, I guess, when you're feeling a little drained. Um I'm going to say my go-to is <laughs> my go-to when I'm like really just need to pick me up or to feel good type of vibe. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston. Really? Okay. Listen, that's classic. Hey, <laughs> you just have to dance when you, you have to. There's Or sing. You're going to sing your little yeah. heart out singing that hey. song. Like, no, you don't sound like Whitney. Not at hey, all. You got to sing. Yeah, got to sounding like every man. <laughs> okay. Um, if you had to pick an artist to open for your show, because I know those are coming, who would it be? Ooh. Um, I'm gonna say it can be any artist. Any artist, indie artist, um, gonna say my good sis Tavon. Um, she has a song called Null and Void out right now that okay. is everything to me. She is kind of just getting her foot in the whole like recording thing too but she is that girl so that's if you ever get the chance to listen to Null and Void by T-A-V-O-N she's probably gonna kill me if I spelled that wrong but if you type in null, the and sign, void, null and void, and then start typing T-A-V, she will definitely pop up. She is everything to me um, musically. So she's definitely going to have to write that down. Okay, so let's talk about your album. Like, how has that journey been, like, behind the scenes as far as creative? Um, being given the fact that we are in this uh panty, 
the panorama Listen, yeah it has been definitely a headache to me it has been pressure to me but it's not any pressure that i'm not mad that i'm like not welcoming you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'm happy that i feel pressure in regards to getting the album done for the simple fact that it it keeps a fire under me um but i don't mind letting you know that my album is um it's kind of a concept album so yes I live for a concept. Oh yeah, it's definitely basically what made me want to do differ. This is the title of the album. It's called Differ. Corey Mm T's Differ. Um, Basically, I didn't want to spend my career um, being a Michael Jackson fan, so I wanted to hurry up and just kind of like get that out of the way. So with this concept album, I kind of wanted to be a um, like an ode to Thriller but it's not thriller you know what i'm saying like but looks wise if you're a michael jackson fan and you read down my track list you and you put it next to like the thriller track list it'll you can see the similarities in that um sonically though it's not gonna sound you know i'm I'm not michael jackson and i don't strive to make michael jackson sounding music but i did Mm -hmm. just want to take a moment in being thankful for the inspiration that he's given me so I'm just really excited, like, um, to get those songs done and to get that track, that whole like album laid, so everybody can hear it, digest it, and like definitely like just see the um, visuals for it and like all of that kind of thing. So, super geeked. Okay, so are you writing on most of it? Yeah, I'm writing on all of it. Okay. Oh, good. See, I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like that journey is gonna be a little bit tougher, but I feel like it'll be. Oh yeah. It's definitely, I mean, in a way it is, but in a way it's not. Like, just because I don't really overthink my music, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it's if it's a vibe, you know what I'm saying, and I find the vibe to what I'm looking for, to the beat that I'm working on type stuff, that's the song. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mm-hmm. really, like I said, I don't overthink it. I just lay the track and move on. So I work really quick, honestly, compared to a lot of uh, my friends who are in the music telling me how they work mm-hmm. on their albums. Like, I move a little bit quicker than them just because I think I don't really have that type of um, pressure on me yet, truly, just because all I've dropped was Two Dozen Roses and everybody loves that so far, so. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Speaking of that, um, what was the inspiration behind that song? And how was the, um, that recording and coming together with that? Okay. Um, Two Dozen Roses, I worked with the producer named Alex Lane. He's literally the dopest. Um, he's literally the dopest guy, like, ever, Alex Lane. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much, I got with him. He also uh, works with Khalid as well, so, like, that was also a dope uh, situation for me. But I got with him. He sent me the beat. Um, I sent him a uh demo basically <laughs> to which he responded and was like it's cute but um i'm gonna need a little bit more you know what i'm saying than that and i'm like okay cool <laughs> so i went back and i found um this journal that i had from high school to which i wrote the course down in that journal like it's like the two dozen roses part really did you know it's gonna be a part of a song or was it like just your poetry oh it was literally just my poetry like i was like um in my wordplay like i was like okay so i'm about to sing this and i sent it to him and he was like okay that that part you know what i'm saying like that's the one and um i reworked like both verses maybe twice um just i like and i was explaining this to cordero like i like being told that you see it for what I'm doing right now, but you know that that's not it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm like, you can yeah, do better. Like someone you can do better type mm-hmm. of so like, he just kind of was instrumental. Alex was instrumental in um, working me through that and just helping me kind of just really go off in a way, like get in my bag and like, really like start speaking on some shit that I've been through. Um, mm-hmm. I love that with, if you listen to two dozen roses, in my opinion, it's like, um, What's it? What's that Whitney Houston song that everybody thinks is a wedding song, but it's not a wedding song? Uh, uh what is it? Wow. It's the one where she's talking about somebody else's man. You know what I'm saying? Like that song. But anywho, I was just saying that to say that 
people think that Two Dozen Roses is like a romantic, like Valentine's Day song. But if you listen to it, it's kind of sad. Like, it's actually a very sad song. Like, I've had people like listen to it and like cry to me and be like, yo, you're speaking on some shit that like I really went through. And I'm like, woo. Like, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. That was <laughs> one of the um, first times that I got to like experience the power that I had with my music. So I'm mm-hmm. definitely appreciative of Two Dozen Roses, but I know that I, I also know that that is um, literally just the the tip of the iceberg. Like I can do a lot better vocally, uh, lyrically, and all of that. So it's just that's what I mean. I'm not gonna be pressuring <laughs> you, but I'm definitely ready for this album. Definitely. Oh yeah, I mean I don't mind just still telling people about Two Dozen Roses, but a couple, we need Listen, some more. We need. A I'm here bit for more. it right now. I'm just acting like Rihanna. I like it when people act like. When's it happening? I'm just like look. <laughs> soon it's coming soon coming soon girl you've been saying it's three years what is, okay okay that's gonna be no, i promise you know it what? won't be three years as soon as this were and honestly i'm probably about to get back to recording um in a couple of weeks here just because now i'm back in la and i'm able to get back with alex type of thing so it definitely should be done soon very soon i, I i'd like to I give myself so by much. my birthday so july Okay, so summer, yeah. when it will be out, or when you'll be done like recording everything? Because I know you have to like mixing, mastering, and all I that stuff to too, right? Done by my birthday, like completely yeah. done. I want okay. it to be out maybe by like, I don't know, maybe I maybe like fall, just because I do want to shoot okay. visuals and things like that too. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask about. Like, that's like such a beautiful place. Like, and there's so many like hidden yeah. gems and no into like as far as visually so i think you could be the one to do that friend are you there yeah uh, sorry okay yeah i definitely want to see that like i don't know i just see it mm, we'll talk about that <laughs> later okay but <laughs> I was just getting busy. Okay, but um, okay. So name something that has been challenging as far as um, um, going to LA and pursuing the um, um, being in the music music industry um, that you have overcame. I think the something that I found, or if you haven't overcame it yet, yeah. Um, challenging. Ooh, this was good. I feel like my what i had to realize from jump was that um collaborations are they are a gift and a curse you know what i'm saying like you need to go into a collaboration with somebody with some form of like real tact because it can really get you kind of like in your head in a multiple ways like i've had two very bad experiences um trying to do collabs with um, other artists and to the point where one artist even tried to release the song on like streaming services and like didn't give me my credit you know what I'm saying so like I had to get the song pulled down it's shark shit oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's deep in I mean, you know, honestly yeah. this wasn't even an LA artist this was a midwestern artist what? that I grew up with you know what I'm saying so it's like wow you oh. are somebody from home you know what I'm saying but like I worked on this song for him you know what I'm saying to help him out in a way like just we're well, not even really to help him out but just after two dozen roses dropped he wanted to do something with me and i was geeked at the fact that he even wanted to do something with me so i'm like cool but right. then basically it turned out that i was writing a full song for you then i came home i recorded the song for you um and then y'all the, him and his producer decided to like make a bunch of different changes to the song that I worked, you know what I'm saying? Which is fine. It's not my song. All I and I made mm. it clear, I'm like, I'm not asking for no like check or nothing like that. I just want my credentials, you know what I'm saying? So like when this song gets streams and stuff like that, that should get counted on my end because I'm a featured artist on this song. So I want that. I want that credit. And instead of giving me that credit, he gave me nothing. He took the song down and I periodically check Apple Music just to make sure I don't got to check the motherfuckers. I just periodically do my little checks. I'm like, let me make sure ain't nobody trying. Mm. 
because it feels it feels like a little precipitation in the air today. So let me make sure ain't nobody out here trying me. So, but that's a challenge that I really have through. And when it comes to like collabing with people, is understanding that you got to be clear why somebody is wanting to work with you, um, and mm-hmm. exactly what their full idea of the project is going to be, because. If you don't get all of that kind of information from jump, it can really leave you sitting looking kind of like, you know what I'm saying, angry. <laughs> That's the best way to put it, the way I was looking. And then that looks you like yeah. you're crazy. And now, like, yeah, what's the problem? Like, I look Everyone does and, that. Like, I'm doing the most and all mm. of that kind of stuff. So, no. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, that's like anytime I like have a friend in the music industry, I just like, uh, do you know what you're getting into? Like, even if you're like super talented, like people would try to screw you over just on the business side of it, which is so yeah, it's crazy. It's sad. And even like, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of I and that's just me on my little like um rookie, you know what I'm saying, in the game type of vibe. I can't imagine what people who are really in this industry, like, those relationships have. Yeah, and look, it's like, that's what they prey on. Like, yeah. oh, he doesn't know anything, or he doesn't know anything, so I can just yeah. do this. And that's and that's a, yeah. that's another uh, yeah. thing, too, I guess, is that I was lucky enough to have somebody like Alex in my corner who has worked um, with, like, real recording artists and things like that, and even networks like Disney and ABC and stuff like that. So, like, he was very um helpful in helping me understand uh how to do my like percentage percentages and things like that so very thankful for him that is a blessing okay so um are there any producers that you would like to work with um put it out there that i would like to work with and okay i'm speaking just like like on on some fantasy type of stuff just my dream to work with I'm gonna mm-hmm. say Timberland. I think me and Timberland could create some dope, 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 dope stuff. So, and I took his master class over summer. So, like, I just—he's everything. Look, do your work. <laughs> do your homework, then. Do your homework. I love to see it. Definitely love to see it. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna before I get into the ratchetness, I'm gonna ask one more. Um. To, oh, you, it was coming. You, you should. Period. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, so close your eyes and okay. take a deep breath. What would you tell your younger self mm. with everything that you know now? I would tell my younger self that, um. Everything that I love and care about um, right now, speaking to my younger self, is Uh still going to be something that you love and care about um, as an adult. And just don't ever let anybody come into your life and try to create doubt because they're gonna and they will. But keep. Uh, you're breaking up. What happened? You're giving beep, bop, bop, like you say. Oh, no, I was saying that God is going to, I would just let myself know that everything that I care about as a child, um, continue to put the work in and put the love into those um, desires and cares, because though a lot of people in life are going to do their best to try to detour me and detour you, I should say, uh, keep that faith Ooh. moving, because at every turn, usually God is going to show you a checkpoint basically in your life that is making this all worth it. And it's going to get to a place where it's like, okay, I see, I see the progression that God was sending me through. So just keep, keep pushing forward. So when you say everything you care about, you're speaking on yeah, your passion wise, like when it comes to like music or even mm-hmm. like, I'm, I don't speak about this much on clubhouse, but I love to cook like, food and things like that like the things come on like things that i and i've been caring about these things though since i was a child like middle like elementary and middle Mm -hmm. school type stuff it's always just been something that i was very uh interested in so and while like as i grew from my like friends i had a like thug past where like my friends were like that's not cool type stuff to getting into musical theater to where all of a sudden everything was cool and all of that, like it was, uh-huh. it just—it's funny how the universe works. So, 
I would just make sure to keep the course. And I I love myself truly just for being somebody that has, I feel like, kept true to myself. I've never really tried to change for nobody else. So as long as my younger self knows that older you is still on that me stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's still about what I want to do and what makes me happy. Listen, you are speaking beyond your years, friend. <laughs> beyond your years. Because it took me a while to get there, and I am in Ooh. my 30s. So, all right. Um, the <laughs> ratchetness, it, it shall commit now. So, you are, um, I don't know if you want to talk about your sexuality. With it. Let's get it. What you Okay. So, you're an open bisexual. Yeah. So, do you feel like you have to defend your sexuality a lot why or why um, not truly no i don't feel like i have to f- defend my sexuality um a lot uh, or do i that's actually a really good question hold on because yeah i'm making a <laughs> thing now i'm like wait do i do do i have to defend this show i was like even let's say clubhouse in some of these rooms if the topic of bisexuality yeah. comes up do you feel like you have to defend it if something is said that you yes. don't agree like with? Like, if somebody... If somebody okay. I've been in rooms, and I guess I speaking on Clubhouse, I can't do this. Um, but, yeah, it's rare that it happens to me in, like, real life, like, day-to-day, but, like, being in forums like Clubhouse where people get on there and they start speaking about, like... Um, I heard a guy say, like... A guy and a girl say that, like, they're not about to date a bisexual man because he's just gonna leave them, you know what I'm saying, for somebody else. Um, that's not true. Like, I think that there's a connotation that comes with bisexual, bisexuality that people think that we want everybody. And that's not true. I, I'm very adamant in letting it be known that I am bisexual, but I'm very adamant in letting it be known that I am monogamous. Like, I'm not, I'm not able to Mm -hmm. do more than one human at a time. Like, it's just not something that I'm going to be able to do ever in my life. So this, um, this fear that me as a bisexual man means that I'm about to like get some sex from you and now I want to go over there and get some sex from them and then I want to go over there and get some sex from her like that's just not the real reality I think it's like people just don't understand that sexuality is fluid and there's so many different spectrums and there's so many different yeah um viewpoints. They're only used to that too. Like and like I, while so, I while I classify myself as bisexual bisexual, um, I don't know. I don't even really fear from saying that I'm pansexual just because it's like if I was to meet like a trans person or something like that, like I feel like I could easily if that if it was the right person and you know what i'm saying i could easily fall for that person because i don't fall for parts i'm not really a sexually driven person mm-hmm. like people don't even like get into that type of things like it's not even sex <laughs> for me it's the connection for me so that's yeah okay so you talked about um your past a little bit as far as you go oh, yeah. through a thug phase what was the oh it was lit like? um <laughs> <laughs> it was a lit Not time in my lit. life you know like i got to um fight at the skating rinks and things like that i got to um <laughs> uh play with guns and things like that dabble in drug sales and things like that um I don't know. Oh, quite quite a cool time for me. Um, never got caught up or nothing like that. So, if you're on your way to Google to look at my mugshot, you're gonna find my father. But that's you know what I'm saying. That's not me. Um, I was just at, truly at the time. I feel like I was just that was probably the only time where you spoke like um, when you said I was speaking beyond my years because you're 30 and you just now you know what I'm saying starting to come into that. Thug phase me, I feel like was the only time where I wasn't really living for myself. I was living for the validation of like my dad or my friends and things like that. So uh, while I may be while I may have been um standout at doing what I was doing, it was never what I truly wanted to do, I think. You know what I'm saying? So 
that type of thing. Right. Okay. So is there anything that you regret? Um, uh, if I'm being honest, no. <laughs> That's always my answer. And they'd be like, well, like I'm talking about, that? I can't no, even remember times where like we were like robbing houses, you know what I'm saying? And I mean that very, very allegedly, but um, allegedly. while we were like, you know what I'm saying? Like doing what we did. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> there it I, is. I don't know even in those moments I feel like it taught me something or I learned something in those moments because it's like bro this is not this is not where I should be going you know what I'm saying this ain't what I should be doing so it's like I don't regret none of it no to be honest like I'm like look I learned a lot I got a lot of street uh, street smarts than a lot of the people that I know who swear that they're so street smart so Oh, they telling themselves so all the time. It bro. is, it is <laughs> something. Like Nene said, you brought your uh, bring your streets because mm-hmm. that's what I hear. <laughs> that's what man. Okay, um, is there any reality shows that you that fancy you these days? I don't really get into reality TV or TV shows in general because there is a show that I'm ready to watch. But um, I'll let I'm you gonna just speak. The last reality show I feel like I watched was One More Chance of Love one. Um, with, oh, wait, with Chance from New York. Oh, oh snap. Child, it was oh, a mess. Lord. A mess. How did that go? Uh, pretty much they have um, a trans person on there um, oh that was real no, I, uh, was I mean it was reality TV, TV so you know it was <laughs> fake, but um, as and, for entertainment oh, wow. value I loved it like that's just what I'm going to say about it and if you haven't had a chance to <laughs> get on Zeus Network and watch that if you like ratchet shit that's why I asked because like listen I've been away from the reality Think for a minute, but I, and when I do, I like That's some. The, really oh, you're gonna love shit. it, friend. Like, you need to get into it. it. You would love it. it. I promise. Listen, I love Chance back Listen. in the day, but I don't know a, a trans person. What? Oh know yeah. Was probably oh yeah. I know <laughs> and oh people, yeah. See, because <laughs> I did hear about New York coming out and like her having to apologize for something. I didn't know it was. It definitely it was. was not showing that. With that at all. But yeah, because I remember you talking about it, and I, yeah, see, mm, if it's just gonna make me want to. I mean, no, out, he he's not wrong really mad about the whole New York thing. I was more so mad about the way that she had to go forth and do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that she should have did that. I don't. think that she you that, know how that. they treat black women in America. You said it. <laughs> oh. I'm going to dedicate this episode yes. to Monique, actually. We stand, we stand girl. Like, that that whole, a really good. That, um, I was I just needed crying. it. And I, I literally, uh, Le, LeBan, is that how you say his name? From Le, Le, you know who I'm talking about. Le-Ban. He came into Cordero's yeah. room and was like, uh, while I was getting ready to come do this with you and I heard him just kind of like speaking on the fact that like a lot of people are creating rooms now about how it was unorganized. I'm like bro what you what you yes. just did I mean, that's great. Gonna like come. leave it at that who cares about these people on Clubhouse who just want to talk about that. topping mm-hmm. and bottoming like I'm sorry like they don't listen they don't know how <laughs> to have a real intelligent conversation like that so the fact that you're about to <laughs> let all. them take away from your victory that you just had today like please don't that, like, was that was huge. huge. Like, I and I told him, I'm like, bro, you have no idea how many networks like... would love to get that candid with Monique, but can't. Like, right. so screw what all these people are on here talking about. Like, that was great, and a lot of people were there and sat through all of it. So, right, that was a whole uh, four and a half hours, almost all of it, and I was there for it. That sounds like, oh, friend, we're going to have to push this back. I'll I'll check the message. Oh, you in there too? That's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Is there any other... Let me see if there's a professional question. I just got all off base. Um, I put that on right. 
Okay, how do you want um, people to feel when they listen to your music? Um, depending on the song, but overall, I want them to feel a connection to my music. You know what I'm saying? I want them to... I'm very big on, like, lyrics, you know what I'm saying? And, like, speaking about something and not just really trying to be catchy and making you want to, like, throw ass. While throwing ass is cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not I gonna was about not. to say we appreciate like, I definitely that. Definitely would love to give y'all a bop where it's like all Corey did this for was for us to throw our ass. But for the majority of my music, I I really do think that I am in somewhat forms a storyteller. Um, I speak on situations or experiences that I've been through. You know what I'm saying, or or some even like fantasies that I've thought about and things like that. So. For the most part, I just want people to take away from my music the fact that I am honest and I'm speaking to somebody, whether it, I'm I'm not out here really trying to make music for everybody. I feel like each one of my songs is mm-hmm. for somebody. Um, so, you know, that type of vibe. I just wanted to be clear that I'm honest and speaking from a place of experience. Hmm. What is a fantasy you can spe- share with the people? Hmm. Okay. I'll just let you, let you answer <laughs> however you want to answer it. Um, a fantasy <laughs> of mine. Let's see. So a fantasy is something that you've never done before, folks. So I'm going to go ahead and um just dive into mm-hmm. this. A fantasy of mine. And okay, so I'm never been to like a cabin before you know what i mean yes i want to go to like colorado and like get a cabin and i want it to be like just me and my person you know what i mean and we can get you know what i'm saying into the hot tubs or like cooked dinner i just wanted to i want to live that adult moment of like in a cabin just grown you know what i'm saying like we wake up we do what we do you know what i'm saying like we maybe like enjoy some like cuddles or a movie or something and then we do what we do you know what i'm saying um i want like get the outside life friend you need you okay the cabin thing is cool but like, no. Go see, I want floor to ceiling windows Start. with Can't a fireplace, and I want, I want bodies to press oh, okay. up against the floor to ceiling window. Oh yeah, like that's I, that's I where I'm at. Like I don't know where you were going. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't got time to itch. I'm not going. You out want that? I'm cool. <laughs> no thanks. You want the like, animals to hear us? To be like, wait a minute. No, that is not us. <laughs> That man. <laughs> so you said you um you enjoy cooking. What's your favorite um, dish? My to favorite cook? dish to cook just because I'm so fucking homey is roast. I love making roast. Pot roast Ooh. is like my everything. Um it's honestly very fucking easy too. If you got a crock pot, you better get you a roast and throw that thing in there. Um I've got a recipe that I don't mind sending. So <laughs> It is so good, and with a little bit of red hot hot sauce and some potatoes and everything. But yeah, I'm a comfort food type of guy, so um, roast mac and cheese. Um, my most classy dish, I guess, I can make is a really good salmon. I love salmon too. So, and, I love a good salmon. Oh, I love yeah, fishing. fishing. Don't get me started. I, you know, I'm a I'm a transplant in Los Angeles, I but I'm definitely from the Midwest, Indianapolis. So I've fished, gutted, and like cleaned that thing, cooked it, and ate that thing. I've done that. Oh, you are a real real chef. Like and you cook could go fishing yes, and then cook this. Thanks shit. to my grandma. My grandma is very instrumental in that the reason why I'm able to do that. Man. Okay, so who's someone that you would love to cook for? Anybody in the world you could cook for. Who would you want to cook for? Um, I 
I would love honestly anybody though. If I had to pick like just somebody, that's kind of strange. I like cooking for everybody. Like I just like watching people eat my food. So like, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, so you yeah do that, like that's a like, like my friends, like even if it was like if the world wasn't like that's so weird and locked down and stuff like that, and like even like if Clubhouse was able to like do a thing where we were like, yo, we're gonna get together and be safe and just you know what I'm saying, enjoy a meal. I would be the person that's like, look, I'd like to be in charge of the meal situation because. Me and Cardell were going to do that. We're in a crazy time right now. Yeah, we're in crazy times right now. It's hard to plan that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe down the line. I'll keep that in mind. Chef Corey. The whole menu. Okay, let's Okay, so a little fake deep question. Um, so I asked Cam this last week. Do you think if your family didn't accept your partner, you would still marry Ooh, them? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Given that absolutely. I would definitely still marry my partner for the simple fact that I'm not really, I don't date for the satisfaction of my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am dating for the satisfaction of my heart and myself and as long as i feel secure in the person um what my mom or you know what i'm saying siblings might think that's really neither here nor there it's appreciated you know what i'm saying it, it definitely will be put over here in this little drop box but i won't um uh, really take <laughs> that into you know what i'm saying consideration unless it's really something that's been weighing on me you know what i mean so like if it's not weighing on me, it's kind of no point in talking about it. Oh, yeah. Have your family Everybody's heard your music? Of my music. Yeah, my cousin, my younger supportive. cousin Keenan okay. actually did the uh, cover art for Two Dozen Roses, so. Okay. Yeah, I love my little You did a good job on that, too. So, I'm very into the whole, like, trying to keep my family as helped out as possible, get them exposure as well, type of stuff. So, like, you do digital art, I need you. Right. All right, so I'm not going to keep you too much longer. Yeah, because you you (laughs) asked these pretty quickly, Funny thing is, is I'm sitting here, like, putting two strands twisting my hair, and, like, we halfway done, friend. Like, I got it almost done. Like, thank you. My arms don't even hurt. <laughs> oh, so what what, what are you gonna tonight? cook tonight? Are you cooking tonight? Yeah. <laughs> or are you going to Chick-fil-A? Because y'all he would be a Chick-fil-A. I had Chick-fil-A for breakfast. So I am (laughs) going to try to figure out something to cook tonight. Honestly, I think I want to do salad. I've been, I make a really good like chicken salad. Like it's like this, um, what is that? Is it like, it's like red pepper, brown sugar, chicken type. I don't know how to explain it. It's like sweet and slightly spicy, but I make that and I put it like on some salad and shit's fire shit's bomb so i'm trying to get back into salads because honestly i've kind of gotten um a stomach yes like you i'm really walking like you... i had a moment fresh out the shower the other day where i really thought that i was one of them little roaches from um men in black i was like oh no so uh-huh. we're gonna do better with this body <laughs> listen especially if you want to do i cannot now. I cannot be <laughs> looking like that. Like that's just not gonna work. They're gonna keep you, you up your own set, like sir. Either that, or they're gonna try to dress me like Sister Mary Clarence, and I ain't in the mood for that either. <laughs> Listen, you gonna have a stunt double for y'all. <laughs> but luckily though, it, luckily that's though, the it doesn't take much in. for Bring me to in. tone. So I am thankful about that because, like, I'm not that bad. It's just like I definitely need to get back into like my sit ups and stuff like that. Being back in Cali, I have been walking more. So, like, I pretty much walk every day somewhere type of shit. So, that's starting to show back up in me, too. So, yeah. The fitness is definitely a big worry of mine, though, coming forward into the whole, like, about to start doing the visual things. Don't think I'm not stressing, because I am. 
Oh, you'll be fine. I was just teasing. How is LA? Oh, it's been, though? Same. I miss LA I've been so telling my friend was asking me that. He was like, How is it? I said, It's the same as you left it. Like, it is. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No, I mean, is yeah, everything still, still like closed down? down or I work like, for um, Halloween the Rules. I work for a restaurant on Hollywood Boulevard. And like, we don't do any, um, there's no inside dining happening in LA right now. So, no. I'm okay, good. Because that's what I'm saying. Everyone like, else is know, trying to open up. I just start getting into that too, truly, because I'm. I don't know. It's just it's. This has been a year now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been a year of us dealing with this. So I don't like that. I'm ready to get my life back. Be my coworkers again. I'm ready to. You know what I'm saying? Like just be back living life. Like I feel like we really took for granted. Um, how much opportunity and yeah. time and yeah. just, you know what I'm saying, possibilities for social activities and stuff like that that we had. So I'm ready to go. I'm the person who used mm-hmm. to turn down invites all Have the you been time. Delivered? Now I'm just like, now look at me. Now look come at on. Me. Now I'm going to be out. Now. I'm going to be outside. I'm gonna... I definitely cannot wait to get back to that life because it has been so boring and just so lonely and, and oh, you no, moved no, no. to I LA during LA the panoramic I moved home during the panoramic and uh, back okay, home to Indianapolis and basically okay. it was only for a quick second and while I was home I realized absolutely not I would rather be back in LA trying to figure this out. Yeah, this <laughs> you said, so sorry mind. that I was just see me. I'm not real. I'm gone. Bye. Yeah. Um, so it was <laughs> like that type of vibe. So we probably were in it. Oh shit. Three years ago. Let me think. Oh, never mind. I was with the military anyway. I was about to say, you know, I've did I've been uh out out in LA hmm. a couple of year, a few years ago, actually. Yeah, the that's DTLA my hood. Seven to feet. That's normally where I go. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, oh shit. shit. See, but I used to like to do the hood shit. Like, I've never been. Take I've me never somewhere been. Like, and that's where I want to go. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Being a whole little hood rat. Uh, yeah, see, I tell them, like, look, I'm from the south side of Texas. Right. Take me to the hood. I want right. to see what the hood is like. I'm like, like everything's sure. too classy over here. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like I mean, every now and then, that's fine. But listen, I went to this club in Compton. I will never forget it. Went downstairs and I was able to get me some catfish and go right back upstairs. Go right back upstairs and dance. Remember yeah, the best like, fucking well, night I, know, like, I ain't never heard nothing oh. like that. That sounds dope. <laughs> I don't even know the place is there open, but I was just like, you know what? Why? Uh, what made I love you it leave? here. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I was just visiting friends. Like a lot of my friends, yeah, live out there. And I used to want to be an octa, mm-hmm. so I used to just be out there like shooting the shits. Oh, that's good. You definitely came yeah. and got a dope experience because mm-hmm. I ain't never. I'm still looking for the best catfish out here, so I ain't found it. <laughs> I don't even remember if it was good. I might have been very, very drunk, but I was just amazed. What? You was eating the catfish on, on the dance, dance floor? floor. Wow. On the dance floor. And I wasn't that sounds like a vibe. See? <laughs> These it are the tales that we're going to tell uh, post-corona. It's like back back in the day, child, we used to right. take the catfish to the dance floor. <laughs> what y'all know about it? What y'all know about that? Y'all, y'all don't know about that. Child Hitting the cat daddy while I have some <laughs> What you know? That's so great. That's so, I need to figure that out. I need to find me somebody who stays over in the Compton area who wants to like take me down there to see because I've been told that I shouldn't go by myself because I'm kind of I'm a wanderer. Like I be just you definitely wandering should not. Oh my god, stuff like that. Listen, let me just tell you this little bit of the story. So the person I had went mm-hmm. there with, he had this rental car, right? <laughs> Thank God he was able to drop me off. Right when I left, he took me to the airport and he called me the next day was like, bitch, mm-hmm. tell me why the car was stolen. I said, wait, what? <laughs> tell me why the <laughs> car was... The whole fucking car. <laughs> to 
Today's podcast is presented by Podco. Podco is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podco. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Let them know that Free Game, the podcast sent you. That's Free Game for you. Yeah. There you go. I see we were talking so much shit. The government was like, you know what? Uh-uh. I thought much. they came. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> he said the car was stolen and the whole everything. He said, nope. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> talking too much. Just kidding. That was totally fabricated. Oh, Y'all know I've been crooked. telling stories. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about my neck broke. I said, oh, no. <laughs> I played the allegedly. How did they not hear the allegedly? Allegedly. God, this is all joke. I be telling stories all the time. I don't know. God, that is funny. I definitely am still, though. I'm waiting. Hopefully, I meet somebody that's like, oh, yeah, my cousin stay over in Compton. We can go over there and get some food. I'd be like, let's get it. Because Corey wandering around by himself in California is just. No, it's too many weirdos out there. Weirdos. Like, I stay in the, like, Culver City area. So it's really nice over here. But even the homeless people over here have tried me already. And I'm like, really? Oh, bro. You better stay the they fuck down. They don't know you're a whole gangster. Listen. Uh, uh, ex-gangster, sorry. I think I was walking to a gas station or something, and a guy, like, started, like, talking shit to me. And I'm like, bro. And I was on Clubhouse, so I didn't really even hear him hear him. But he was kind of just, like, going in on me. I'm like, bro, who are you talking to? Like, because <laughs> this, this ain't what you want. I'll tell you that I, much. I promise you. <laughs> then I had to re- remember that he ain't got shit to lose. At all. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was waiting for that. He said, Oh, you you want to go there with me? No, sir. Actually, I do not. You not just continue. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> you don't have any wild so I didn't told you a wild LA story. You have you don't don't have any wild nights that you would like to disclose? Because we're really just taking a shit to this point. Let me see. The wildest night that I've ever had in LA. Um I went to this party. Um, <laughs> a house party. Um, and it was an it was an apartment party in Hollywood, like a loft type of. Um, basically, I was linked up with a few of my people from my old job, and we go to this like this somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was super dope. Like their patio was super lit. Like you could see all of Hollywood. Um, it was beautiful. Um, but pretty much that's, this was the place in the party that I found out that everybody. Uh Uh-oh, see, (laughs) they know you, they know you talking. (laughs) This was the party that I found out that everybody in LA does cocaine. Um, That's the white girl. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I found that out and it was a just. Because, again, like, I walked into this party and, like, it was a beautiful, like, apartment. Like, like again, the pat- you step on the patio, you see the Hollywood sign, you see downtown Hollywood type of stuff. Like, you see the strip. Mm-hmm. Um, it, basically, I look over and everybody's just, like, snorting lines. And I'm like, wait. Oh, wow. Because I, I, <laughs> I definitely grabbed a Swisher because I thought that this was that type of party. <laughs> but I did not know that this was that type of party. Like, I was like, wait, what's going on? And like, oh, yeah, they never tell you. <laughs> yeah. And no, it, it ain't even that they don't tell you, but it's just kind of like you are looked at as like kind of like you kind of just have to not notice it in a way. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like. If you bring attention to it, you're the weird one. Like mm-hmm. it's like that. It was that type of vibe. So I was just like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and um listen to this like record player with y'all because it was like a record player that they had playing, and like people were like playing records and stuff like that. And I was like, it's a dope little vibe that we were in. But I was just shook that 
everybody was just getting high off cocaine. So I was like, let me get out of here because I just don't want to tell somebody no. And they take that no as like an insult. And, and then they'd be ready to fight you. And that part. You don't want to do is fight someone on that white girl. So I took me a nice little recording of everybody as they were singing. I'm in love with the cocoa. Because Ooh, I could not, I could not believe that that was what was going on. I was like, "No way, are they really singing?" I'm in love with the cocoa right now, as they're doing the cocaine. But wow. I took me a nice little video for my memories, and I got up out of there. I was like, "This is that." <laughs> Peace out, guys. Have a great <laughs> night that you won't remember. Let's see, oh yeah. Next time I go to LA, I, I'll be sure not to asked for a wild night because i might get that that part so i definitely i keep my nights very uh chill now and i try to keep the control because whoa have you been to a dispensary have i Mm -hmm. yeah i had an interview at one yesterday it was great look at you yes listen i'm trying to not be that old Corey anymore but i still want to make him proud like old me would be so proud to know that I'm probably about to be a legal drug dealer. So, pharmacy technician. That part. Yeah. <laughs> I love Y'all the dispensaries. <laughs> I love the dispensaries out here. Um, it was so expensive, though. Oh, it depends on which ones you go to. You gotta go. You gotta know. You gotta know. I believe. Because if you it was go right by, oh, yeah, it was somewhere downtown. Mm. Was it Mad Men? I do not remember the name. Or was it L.A. Kush? Because that one's down there, too. Uh, L.A. Kush. Was it by a hospital? Was it by... It was. Yeah, it was. It was probably L.A. Kush. Yeah, okay. But I walked in and walked right out. I said, oh, no, ma'am. These (laughs) places. Oh, no. This is not what I thought we were coming to do. (laughs) That's hilarious. And my friend, I was so mad at my friend. She was like, Oh, I got some in the car. I'm like, bitch, why are we coming here then? Wait, you already have some? You took me in here to go hey, broke? You took me in here. You thought I was gonna no man. No. <laughs> let's just smoke what you got. I'm yeah, screaming. let's do that. And we did. I'm screaming. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's it's LA Kush is definitely one of the more pricey ones, and that's just because they're more taxed. Like they I think they do more taxes on their weed. And I think they have like name brand weeds in there too. So like yes, that's, I mean, that's what it was. Maybe like Snoop Dogg and Whiskey. Yeah, they have all of that type of shit. Mm-hmm. But if you go to like one of the ones in the valley that is just kind of like a duck off, it doesn't really have like advertisement outside. You just kind of walk through a door and the guy asks you for your ID immediately. Um those are a little bit doper. Like you can get an eighth for like 30 bucks. See, that's what I that's what I need. Oh yeah, that's my vibe. Smoke weed every day. Because, uh, oh, yeah. And I, I miss the L.A. beach. Because, oh, my God. Yes, I'm going tomorrow. Me and my friend are about to go turn up. Haven't seen him in a minute. Uh, we went to high school together, but he lives out here now, too. And we're planning on going to the beach and watching um, Coming to America, too. Yes, that is coming. I'm excited. I'm super hyped for that. I feel like some news came out about coming to America. Maybe they were just is it just streaming? Um it is or they also it's streaming on Amazon Prime, but I think the news yeah, part okay. of it that you're talking about was that um Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall said that Louie got casted in the movie because they the executives didn't think that the movie would do good without a white person in it. Oh, they're talking about the original or this one? The original, I believe. Uh, well, you know, a lot of things have been coming out about Hollywood that just really yeah. had me thankful that I did not get into the business like I wanted, wanted to, to when I was yep. younger because I would be going through some of the same shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh. oh, gosh. Okay, friend, I won't keep you too much longer. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a treat. Hell yeah, bro. Anytime. Definitely. And when I finish my whole album and everything like that, I would be happy to, you know what I'm saying, come back and chat with you about that whole process and yeah. how that went. So thank you for Don't inviting too me hard to do on this. Yourself. I appreciate it. No I was um, 
very happy to meet you and listen to your music. And you're a cool person. Very controversial, but I am <laughs> swear. <laughs> you and your soundboard. It's just something I just can't get rid of. Listen, thank you. I appreciate it. We be trying. We be trying. But you have a good day, friend. This was dope. <laughs> I'll let you know when it re- oh it's gonna be out on Saturday. So, but I appreciate you again. Got you. All right, guys, let's go to commercial break because I need a drink or three. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <Bye-bye>. see you. <laughs>